Hello and welcome to the Jim Baker Family Show. Coming to you from the village of Morningside, USA, snuggled in the beautiful Ozark Mountains. Today, our special guest is author and pastor of Open Door Church in Burleson, Texas, Troy and Leanna Brewer. Our co-hosts today are Marcella Woodall, Mondo De La Vega, and I'm Ricky Baker. And now, live from Grace Street at Morningside, USA, here are your hosts, Pastors Jim and Lori Baker. Thank you, Ricky Baker. Welcome, everyone, to Grace Street. We're so thrilled to have you here. Such an important time in history. And Troy and uh, Leanna Brewer are here with us today. They're the founders and senior pastors at Open Door Church in uh, Burleson, Texas. Troy's radio and television programs are broadcast worldwide. He is a global missionary known for his radical love for Jesus and his unique teaching style and his passion for serving people. Troy rescues boys and girls from sex trafficking. So please welcome author, missionary, and prophetic teacher, Pastor Troy Brewer. Hallelujah. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. Love you so much. Love you, sir. Mondo loves you because Mondo... Mando's been with you yes. on a missionary trip and, and, and all, and you, so you know Mondo already, I know but him you very know well. me, and, and uh, <laughs> we're just thrilled to have you back. We Thank are. You. We really Thank are. Thank you so much. Yeah, Mondo came down. We actually went across the border. We went to one of our rescue centers. Amazing. We walked the streets all over there in northern Mexico, and uh, we prayed. We prophesied. He met a whole bunch of my girls. It was amazing. We're going to talk about that in just a few minutes, but uh, we're going to start today with a little bit of news. We have, um, oh boy, the the news about, uh, you know, China and Russia are sending ships to Alaska. Mondo, have you heard that news? Absolutely. You know, we've been tracking and I've been talking to several experts in D.C. about this situation. And one of the major colonels, lieutenant colonel, and I'm not going to mention his name because he wants to keep it private, but he is predicting that by 2025, if not earlier, we will see a war coming out from China direct to Taiwan. Australia is getting ready. Listen, this is one of the keys that he told me. Keep your eyes on Australia. Whatever's happening in Australia right now would dictate the reaction of the United States. Australia. Australia has a lot to do with this war. Australia is America's ground to train on. And I want to tell you something. They have been training the last several years, yet right now, at any moment, I think it was about six months ago, China cut out all functions of communications, meaning internet, radio from Taiwan, keeping it from communicating with the United States. And I want to tell you something, the war that we're watching is being sparked all because of a little technology that has changed our way of life. Whoever gets to this data, whoever gets to this technology first will be the kings of the world. Mm. This technology is in your refrigerator, your vehicles, Everything that we're doing right now, the technology that is coming out of Taiwan, China wants to get to it first. Another place you want to keep your eye on, which is bizarre, 
is Phoenix, Arizona, because Phoenix, Arizona has become the home of the semiconductors. And if something happens in America, it's not going to happen. This is what the experts are saying. It's not going to happen in New York City, in, in, in the areas of the coastal. They're looking at Phoenix, Arizona. Why? Because they hold the key to the technology that China's after. But when you look at the players that are surrounding this war, North Korea, Iran, Turkey, right. just to name a few. And right now, just a few days ago, America sent some of their troops in being able to protect America from the reactions from Iran, let alone Russia. Let's watch this news, what's going on in Alaska right now. Turn now to new military tensions between the U.S., China, and Russia, with the U.S. Navy sending destroyers to the coast of Alaska last week after nearly a dozen Russian and Chinese warships were spotted patrolling nearby international waters, very nearby. Weijia Zhang is at the White House for us with more on what all this means. Weijia, good morning. Good morning to you, Tony. Good morning to everybody. Alaska Senator Dan Sullivan called the size of the Chinese and Russian joint operation unprecedented. He says the U.S. deployed four Navy destroyer ships near the Aleutian Islands in response to those 11 Chinese and Russian warships near U.S. waters. The U.S. Northern Command says the Chinese and Russian patrol remained in international waters and wasn't considered a threat. But the show of force is a reminder of the cooperation of Chinese and Russian militaries, as well as how close the countries are to Alaska. A similar joint exercise took place last year in September. The U.S. Coast Guard encountered seven Chinese and Russian ships near Alaska, all in a single formation. Now, China and Russia have increased their ties amid tensions with the U.S. over Taiwan and Ukraine, making situations like this more alarming. In a statement to other media outlets, the Chinese embassy said this patrol was part of an annual cooperation plan and has nothing to do with the current international and regional situations. Ricky, do you realize how close yeah, Alaska wild. and Russia is. Yes, yeah, I've, I've stood on the border of Alaska and with my binoculars been able to see Russia. Wow. It, is, it is surprisingly close. And there's a reason that uh, Russia would want it back. We have some 60 billion plus uh, gallons of oil and oil reserve there. It's a key also for national security. Whoever controls Alaska really controls that Indo-PACCOM region, that Indo-Pacific region. So it's vital for Russia mm -hmm. to, you know, Russia and China to take over something like a, on Alaska if they want to start a real land invasion on the United States. Wow. We're seeing unbelievable things happen, and other nations seem to be preparing for war, but they say America is not prepared. Have you heard that, uh, Troy? Well, our borders are down. Yeah. Right. Wow. So why would our borders not be threatened? Right. right? And right. If, if our borders, right. you know, it, not only is that, in the natural, but it's also in the spirit that when yes. you do that in the natural, you literally open up a door for attack in all kinds of different areas. Mm. You know, wars and rumors of war <laughs> are a big part of these last days. Right. And we know that Jesus is coming soon, but we also know that in the meantime, that we do have to be prepared in every single way um, because our mindset has always been we're untouchable. And that's, the, that, and that's the mindset of the Titanic. We're unsinkable. Right. Yeah. No, well, we saw the Titanic recently in the headlines. And in fact, when you decide you're unsinkable, you're actually unsavable. <laughs> you, have to be completely rely, you're, you have to be completely reliant upon the things of the Lord. 
And no, we need to have our hearts and we need to have our hearts and our minds, Mm -hmm. our bodies prepared for a major transition. Mm, Wow. I'm concerned about America. I am concerned that our country, our leaders are anti-God, turning against the things of God. And I'm afraid that they don't understand who God is. And they've taken this stand against God. And we need to turn back to God. Amen. If we're going to if we're going to make it. Yeah, the fear of the Lord is not in them. That's right. And there needs to be a great move of God of the fear of the Lord among God's people. And then we need to pray and believe for the fear of the Lord to enter in into our nation's leaders. Uh, I was in uh, Washington, D.C. last week and was speaking on Capitol Hill. And God told me to say this. The Lord told me to say this. And I said it at the International Summit Against Human Trafficking. I said, a storm is coming to D.C. that will uproot these that will uproot this evil and will turn and will, and will shut off the power. Um, within about 10 hours of us being there, a storm came through that uprooted the trees on Capitol Hill and shut off the power. And we didn't know that was going to happen. Wow. I wasn't just speaking like the prophet, just signs, miracles, and wonders follow the preaching of the gospel, right? Yes. And so I'm believing for that, but I want to tell you, there's some things that have to be uprooted. Yeah. I mean, uprooted. They have to be plucked out. And that's one of the seasons in Ecclesiastes chapter three, yeah, a time is. to plant and a time to uproot that which has been planted, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think that we're in that Absolutely. season. It's vital that some things are rooted out. Yeah, amen. I believe that it's time that all God's people have to stand. I believe we're going to have to vote red. And I know I'm, I'm going to cause a lot of stir by, by saying that. But I believe in the blood of Jesus. I believe in red. My grandmother, when I was a little boy, she told me, plead the blood of Jesus. Amen. From the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Did you ever hear that? Pleading the blood of Jesus <laughs> is, it doesn't, it's not just something you say as a ritual. Right, it literally right. shakes the courts of heaven. Yes. Devils tremble at it. Mm. Um, they're like, oh no, he's not going to go there. Oh yes, we're going to yeah. go there yes. because the blood of Jesus speaks better things than yeah. that yes. of all oh. the other bloods, the, and especially the blood of Abel, which cries out for justice, 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 yeah. which, is a, which is a powerful voice, mm-hmm. but the blood of Jesus also says redemption, 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 yeah. redemption. Yeah. Yes. and that we actually stand in a place of of incredible redemption when we plead the blood and then the name of Jesus, which is actually two different things. There is such an anti-God spirit in our country and in the world. This is the day that the Bible tells us about. Revelation tells us what will happen in the end times. We are in the end times. I'm telling you people, it's time for us Vote the blood of Jesus, plead the blood of Jesus, stand for Jesus, and you can make it, and we will win. And if you say, well, I don't know how to vote, well, just say, I'm going to vote the blood of Jesus. Vote red, okay? And let's stand for Jesus. Amen? Amen. Amen. Here's what the Bible says. If my people... Hmm which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wickedness. 
their wicked ways, then will I hear up in heaven from heaven, and I will forgive them their sin, and I will heal their land. Our land needs healing. Our country needs healing. It's time to turn to God. Amen? Amen. Right now, Troy, you and John Paul Jackson were friends, and he was a friend of mine. Do you remember him? I'm, I'm not I, throwing something at you that you don't you. know. Did he share any insights on his vision? Because he had, he had with dreams of the end times. Do you have anything that you can share with us that he shared with you? I only knew him very, very briefly at the very end of his life. And I'm so grateful that I had a chance to actually just, you know, to, to catch him, you know, at yeah. the last end of, of his personal timeline. Yeah. But he and I talked a lot about in 2016, the, the two things that we talked about was the year 2020, which the Lord told me way back in the, way back in the 80s, keep your eye on 2020. Because he asked me, Troy, what do you, you know, you're a timing guy and you're a timeline guy. Yeah, and I yeah. said, oh, 2020, everything's changing. And I was so excited about 2020. <laughs> and of course, everything did change. <laughs> and there was a grace for that. You know, there was a grace for it. But he and I spoke a lot about 2020. And we talked about the year 2024. And now, prophetically speaking, I have never got a prophecy from the Lord past 2024. I never have. And it's like, why oh is that? And it's, and it's really concerned me. You know, Leanna and I have talked about it since we were teenagers. God has always given me words. But I think that everything changes so much in 2024 that we have to have a whole new grid. We have to have a whole new, you know, behold, behold I do a new thing. Yes. And, you know, shall you not know it? And he said, that's very interesting. And he started asking me, Troy, do you know this person or that person or that person? They say the same thing, that they, don't, they can't hear the Lord speak concerning a timeline past 2024. And it doesn't mean that the, it doesn't mean that the timeline, it doesn't mean everything is over. Mm -hmm. What it means is that the Lord is going to do something very different. So uh, he confirmed that. I believe that. Um, and well, I'm speaking into it. Yeah. That, could, that is... That voting, I think, is life and death for America. Mm. I think we're either going to go into the most hellish nation that ever was on earth, or we're going to turn back to God. That's what I think. I don't I, know. You know, the last time that President Trump was elected, it was a stay of execution for our nation. It wasn't just a, it wasn't just a hey, we have a different winner and a different outcome. It was actually a stay of execution. At the beginning of 2016, we got with our elders. We fast and pray the first 10 days of the year every year for, for prophetic words and for prophetic phrases. And we asked God, you know, how do we line up with that? We asked the Lord at the beginning of 2016 with Pastor Gloria Gillespie and all of our uh, elders, and we all got together, and we cried out. And this is what, this is what the Lord said to us. We asked the Lord, is Trump going to win? This is in 2016. And the Lord said, he will win the first time. He will win the second time. Pray that he finishes the second. And that was the word that we wrote down. I proclaimed it on television. We proclaimed it everywhere. This is what the Lord told us. Well, so I was convinced he would win the second election, you know, and, and I was convinced. Hey, I mean, we heard the Lord speak. He'll win the first one. He'll win the second. But pray that he finishes the second. 
I think that now we can pray into that and believe um, that that with with him with him coming into the White House, it represents a shift of a different kind of spirit. It represents a shift of a different kind of an agenda, a different kind of worldview, a different kind of heart towards the constitutional things um, of our nation. It certainly represents a different kind of foreign policy, much less domestic policies, and those kinds of things are kingdom things. I think that we pray into that, and I think that we also pray into that knowing that the Lord is faithful to accomplish that which he has began, but the prophetic word that God gave us in 2016 was that he'll win the first one, he'll win the second, but pray he finishes the second. Whoa, that's wild. 2016 is when God gave us that word. So it's been a while since then. And then we've seen it play out in unpredictable ways. Let me just ask you about Trump right now. Trump has been indicted, I guess it's going into the fourth major indictment. What do you think's going on? Oh, it's, hmm. it's all major distractions is what it is that comes from the enemy. It actually comes from an antichrist spirit. The yeah. word of God calls the antichrist the lawless one. The Bible says lawlessness will abound in the last days. And people that are actually in charge of the law, many of them are connected to an antichrist spirit, and they are actually the purveyors of lawlessness. It's just so important for us to be, to be able to not be deceived and to actually be lovers of the truth. If you're not a lover of the truth these days, you will be deceived. That's right. We have to have an incredible value for the truth. Absolutely. And uh, that doesn't mean that President Trump does everything perfect. And I mean, I'm not saying any of those things at all. I'm just talking prophetically, and I'm talking concerning the kingdom, and I am talking concerning our nation. And to say this, that there is a... It, Every, you know, he's the accuser of the brethren, the devil is. And everything that he has ever been accused of publicly has been going on in broad daylight from the very people who was accusing him of these things. So it's very important. It's, 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 he's not the one on trial. America is the one on trial. Are we going to love the truth or are we not? Don't go away. We'll be right back after this special message. I want to thank you for watching The Jim Baker Show today. We want to encourage you to stand with us. If you want to support a message of the last days, we bring great men and women of God, the prophets of God, to this program every day. We need to stay on the air till Jesus comes. I need your support today. That monthly giving will keep us on the air. Times are tough, but God's people can make anything happen. With God in in unity, we can bring miracles to pass. A dollar a day, many are joining that club right now. We also have the Jubilee Club at $50 a month. And then we have my club, the President's Club, at $100 a month. I need your support. Pray about it becoming a monthly partner. We are totally in the last days, but we must keep the message of the gospel going forth. We need your support. And I pray that if you have the ability today to give a one-time gift to keep the devil away and to meet our budget this month, we need help desperately. I'm gonna personally For my Social Security, I'm going to give a $1,000 gift today to the ministry. 
and I hope someone will join with me and give that one-time gift as well. But these monthlies will keep us going till Jesus comes if you'll just do that. So call me right now, 1-888-988-1588. Remember that God loves you. He really does. Thank you for calling. Bye-bye. And now let's get back to the show. So concerned about the stand of the left. They are crucifying parents because they care about their children. Mm-hmm. They're literally, the FBI is investigating parents mm-hmm. because they want to know about whether their children are inquiring about a sex change. Mm-hmm. Little boys and little girls should not be considering a sex change. That's right. That's, in, that's insanity. It is what's insane. happened to us? Well, what's happened to us is and it, the, the same exact people that are pushing for the normalization of the sexualization of children are the same exact people that, uh, that push the most demonic of all agendas and the most disruptive to all of our families. The family structure is God's idea. That's right. Okay, gender is God's idea. It's part of his creation. And to be able to manipulate a child into changing their gender and actually mutilating their body um, before they are old enough to make decisions, before they are old enough to vote, why in the world would somebody allow them to do that? Well, so there's actually a demonic agenda in that. And I want to just tell you this, is as it was in the days of Noah. That kind of stuff was going on. Trans... Transgenderism, transhumanism, Genesis chapter 6, was what was going on, and that's the transgression of Genesis chapter 6. And Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, so so shall it be at the return of the Son of Man. These things have been going on from the very beginning. The Nile River was filled with the blood of children before Jesus Christ himself oh. showed up and turned the water into blood through Moses. We can go through Jesus being born and the, the, the blood of, of the children in Herod's time. And today, yes, they are after our children because this next, la- this next last generation is so important. Yes. They killed all the children yes, in Herod's time. Yes, they did. And also in the time Just of Moses. Just trying to kill yeah. Jesus. That's right. Manda, we have heard so much recently that America is the number one country that uses the children in this sex trade. Is that true? Do you know that to be true? It is absolutely true. No, it is it, certainly it is in Mexico and Central America where, where where they all come up to the border and then everybody goes to the border. These pedophiles do, and they pull up their social media and they wait to they wait to hear from them and say, okay, we have this child, this child, this child. Do you want this one or that one or this one? They click yes, then they come across the border and take them across because the borders are down and there's no way to stop that. And so the demonic influence of the borders being down is actually about children. It's not about anything else it is literally it is the whole thing of the borders being down is about is about the sexualization and the trafficking of children as far south as the amazon is it true it's a billion dollar trade it's true sir and it's 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 true that it is um it is way bigger and has been going on a lot longer than people recognize and the world is, the church is just now actually waking up to it. We've been involved in this for 28 years. Wow. We've been saving kids out of sexual Amazing. trafficking for 28 years. But... Thank you. 
Yeah. We get ex we get really upset over drugs, and drugs is awful. Drugs mm -hmm. is killing millions mm -hmm. of people. But what about these children? How many children do you think are abused every year? Yeah. There's, do you have any idea? Well, it's been estimated that there are more slaves in slavery right now than there have ever been slaves in the history of the planet Earth. Right now. These children become slaves. Hundreds of millions of children throughout the planet Earth. And the world yawns and the church turns its head because it's quote-unquote controversial. Well, the people, that in, the people that enslave these children are the ones that say it's controversial. <laughs> right? But there's more children that are enslaved right now mm. than the world has ever seen before. Wow. God. Just to give you perspective, God. April 2023, around 85,000 undocumented children were missing from being processed. Mm -hmm. that, that tells you what happened to them. You have to ask those questions. Where did they go? It's someone taking a catalog of pictures and, and asking these people to come in. And the, Listen, the problem, we started seeing this problem many, many, many years ago, yet I don't think there was a name for it back when I was growing up in East L.A., California, but children were being moved left and right. And there was a concern even then. Now you're looking at a picture worldwide where it's just not, gang members or, or, or cartel members that are buying these kids. You're talking about doctors that are flying to Thailand from America. You're talking about lawyers. You're talking about your neighbors. You're talking about people that you never have imagined or comprehend that these people would do that to children, yet children are in the middle of this warfare, and very few people are willing to fight like the two of you. The two of you not just fight, you guys are going in there literally in, rabid, in the ravished countries, in the middle of jungles, in the middle of the cartel-infested areas. These two people and their team and their ministry. And by the way, I want to say thank you to all of our partners yeah. Yeah. that gave over $15,000 to at least make a little bit of an attempt to help make a difference. We need more. We yeah. need more of your help. We yeah. need to get it. We can't stay quiet on no. this issue. There no. is no way. Mm -mm. You know why? I think about every, this is a disturbing thought, but every time my little girl Mila and my son Mateo leave my house, I have to think in the back of my mind, someone is after them. Everywhere they go, I teach my children, be attentive, look your surroundings, watch who's around you. The very thought that you have to think like that as a parent or grandparent should cause you to get involved, should move you to stay, not stay quiet any longer. They're after your children. You've said that millions of times. I followed you on social media. I've been around you, and, and, and we've got a lot of talks about this. They're after our children. They're not after the children of the neighbors. No, that is your child. That is your son. That is your daughter. That is... Even women are being abducted. I have to think about my, I have to think about you girls. I have to think about my mom. I have to think about my sisters. I have to think about my wife. The highest numbers of children being sex trafficked happens in that moment. Yeah. More what? pornography happens. And I'm not oh, just yeah. talking about the world. I'm talking about Christian 
Oh, I shouldn't even say this. I always tell you you guys are never going to invite me to your church. No, these people <laughs> will. They're they're courageous. But more more pornography, more trafficking of children take place when conventions take place in that little town like we've never seen before. It is the most unbelievable radical conversation to have, yet someone in your home may be guilty about. This is what's sick about it, and yet we have to continue to talk. We have to, we have to rescue these children. We, if no one rescues them, who, who else is going to do it? Yeah. And this is why I love this ministry, and I love these two people with all of my heart because I needed to go see it. They didn't pay me to go fly down there. You guys didn't even know that I was going down there, but I felt the call that God gave me to go over there on my own dime to see and witness what can we do to make a difference? And when we arrived there, your team had rescued three young boys that had been prostituted. Babies. Young girls that are, you know, they're laughing and smiling, but behind that smile, they're living with trauma the rest of their lives with, with medicines trying to keep them alive. This is why we got to do what we're doing right now. We can't just be advocates and, and activists. That's for the world. We have to be missionaries and live with them and teach them and disciple them and show them Jesus. That's the difference maker. When they experience the power of the Holy Spirit, it transforms their mind and begins that road of, of the journey of restoration. But I'm telling you, in America today, it has become a battlefield like I've never seen before from our schools. And that's why I love Maricela. I know I do it too. I sit with my teachers and I want to ask them, why do you, what, even though they're Christian you know, communities, I have to ask them, and I know you ask them, what are you teaching your ch children about sex education? What, what is it that about? My children are not ready to be developed in that kind of conversation, yet young children today are being exposed on adult conversations that is causing them and then parents have to bend backwards because they're afraid of the law. And parents don't have any guide to where they can go talk to. Because what do you do when your pastor is woke? What do you do when your counselor is woke? And, 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 and we're in trouble. But yet the solution is that people like the two and, of you, the and brewers. God is not going to wink at this kind of decadent. No. And... Troy, children all over the world are under attack. And, and in your opinion, what is the root problem behind sexual slavery and human trafficking? Uh, in one word, pornography. In one single word, pornography. Trafficking is the buying and selling of human beings. And, of course, sexual trafficking is the buying and selling of human beings for for the purpose of sex, which comes from prostitution, which is the need to pay for sexual things. Prostitution and the whole demand that comes from that and the spirit that goes with that actually comes from pornography. Pornography is a part of the problem every single step of the way. And I mean, there, if, if, if just our nation's leaders would begin to come against pornography, but let me, which they don't, and they don't even enforce the laws that are already there it would shut down 90% of all this trafficking that's happened with these children. 
But I want to just tell you this. Why should we expect the leaders of our nation to come against pornography when churches are full of pornography? When Christians, when it's a normal part of our own sexualization today, is that um, it's completely acceptable. There's just as much pornography in the body of Jesus as there is within the world, and preachers don't preach against what it What part does open borders play with this crisis? So um, it's all pornography driven. They, again, it's okay, you get involved in things and it's always progressive. Pornography is always progressive in the spirit that goes with it. And you go from here to there until finally you are actually um, being entertained by the sexualization of children. And, and then you find out they contact you because they can tell if you're watching. And I'm gonna say that again, the bad guys know that you're watching. They know, and then they will contact you, and then they will say, okay, you know what? Come down to the border and meet us here and meet us there. People come down there, and because the borders are open, they're completely open, uh, people line up, they get on all kinds of social media, then they get privately, uh, they get these private messages on their, social, on their social media that shows the sexualization of certain children and say, would you like to buy this child? And they say yes, and they say, okay, we'll you come get you. You can buy a child? You can literally buy them. You can buy them, and it's so easy to do so. And they do it through, they, they, and they do it through common apps. It should be so illegal. And of course, they say, well, it is illegal, but nobody prosecutes it, and nobody polices it. Now, they'll police you if you say something that they don't agree with. They'll police you, Christians, if you preach the name of King Jesus, and it is offensive to them. But believe me, they will allow pornography 24-7 on the same exact social media platforms, and they'll say, well, we didn't know. Baloney. They know because they're actually part of it. What are the ages, the, the age range of the girls and boys that you rescue? What, what, what ages are they looking for? Here over the past, I would say, five to seven years, the, it's got, the ages have got lower and lower and lower. But these children that we're talking about, um, you know, I would say probably eight-year-old and nine-year-old, to 12-year-old is like the highest demand that we see right now. But that's, that's the demand for rescue. That's, those are the kids we're able to rescue. I think it's not that one-year-olds and two-year-olds and three-year-olds are not being bought and sold. We've, we've rescued many 14-month-old babies who have literally Did come. Did they actually have they were sex? In, Do they were adults in have rings. sex with yes. babies? Absolutely. They were in brothels, they were in pornography rings, and we actually have them right now. We have those children. But I think that we would have a higher number of those children as opposed to the 8 and 9 and 10 and 11 and 12-year-olds we have. But I think that the reason that we don't is because they don't survive. They, yeah, and it's yeah. that bad. Yeah. And so, again, yeah. if, if the body of Jesus is, you know, King David said this, is there not a cause? Right. Is there not a cause? What's it going to take for us to come out from behind our rocks and confront this yeah. monster? How did you get started doing this? This is not normal ministry anymore. It should be. Do you think, do you think this is more prevalent than we, we, oh, yes. we think about? I'm, I'm very, you know, it, we, don't like, we don't like talking about the dark side of these things. We just don't. And we typically don't talk or tell the really dark stories. We typically just tell the redemption side of it. But know this, we know the dark side of it. And with this, I am very excited that the body of Jesus is beginning now to wake up to this. We have been banging the cymbal and beating the drum for almost 30 years. And it's like it just kind of pinged off of everybody until this new movie came out. 
Yeah. And now sound that the sound of freedom has come out, people are like, oh my gosh, I was so touched. And I'm so grateful for that platform because now people are starting to admit that we have to get involved in it. You know what I liken it unto? I liken the sound of freedom unto the book, Uncle Tom's Cabin. And but, Unc but Hollywood doesn't like the movie. No, they do not. They do not. And, and the slavery movement hated the book, Uncle Tom's Cabin, and they That's wanted it out of the culture. And Hollywood wants it out of the culture as well, but too bad, so sad. Yeah. The body of Jesus loves it. We started going after it. And then once people read the book and once people see this thing, people go, can you believe that this trash is going on around us and we're not saying anything or doing anything? I think that there's an awakening that's happening. And I think it's actually a revival. Yes, and I think that Jesus has wanted this to happen for a long, long time. And people are starting to say yes. Amen. And I'm so grateful Amen. for it. Hallelujah. And, you know, I just have to say, excuse me, Jim, but I just have to say, you know, uh, you know, Pastor Troy and Leanna, you know, I know that you don't want to talk. You guys know the dark side. I know the dark side because I know who I've rescued. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, Jesus through me. I know the real story about all of their lives as little children. But the thing is, is that um, I think the dark, it's okay. We need to expose, you're exposing the dark side when you do share. I know we need to hear the redemption story, but we have to expose the darkness. We have to. Other people just don't. Otherwise, they just don't. Leanna, they just don't. They don't get it. How can they get it if they've just never, ever, ever been exposed to it? Mm -hmm. No, it's, it, well, there's a place for it now. There there's is. a place for it now, and whereas in years past, there was not a place for it. Uh, people would just run off screaming like their head was on fire if we brought up anything. And now people are like, tell me about that. And I mean, you know, the, the, I want to tell you this, the, uh, the, the, the youngest child we have ever rescued was one day old. One day old, literally sold on a prostitution market, and we happened to be there at an undercover thing buying people. Okay, and, le okay let's get back to that real quick. I don't think uh, that we made that clear, Jim. You, what do you do exactly, Troy and Leanna? You go in and buy the children? In some cases, yes. And we've, we've been able, and again, we, in different countries, we do different things. Um, it, you know, you have to be very innovative whenever you do this. You know, it's not, you don't just go in there with the system. You go in and you find out how the system works in those dark places, and then, you and then you infiltrate it and you do that. In some cases, we're actually able to work with governments. Um, in some cases, we work with some very um, professional operators. So I'll just put it like that. Mm -hmm. In most cases, it's people just like Leanna and I that we get involved we find out what's going on, and in some cases, it has been as simple as literally we take a team of guys, we all go to, we all go to a brothel, we know that in that brothel they have 30 kids, and we pay for all 30 kids and walk out with them, and that's it. We take them straight to one of our homes. It has been that simple. In other cases, it is a whole lot more complicated than that. In some cases, it's as simple as being in an area and looking around and seeing all these children on the street and going, wow. You know, I just saw that you guys had some footage of a little girl. She's actually having, she's actually putting shoes on her feet. Leanna found this little girl, a 13-year-old prostitute. Leanna found her, and Leanna walked up to her, and uh, in the midst of her prostitution, and Leanna literally took off her shoes, 
put her shoes on her feet and said, I want to be your mama and I want to love you. Come out of this. I have a safe place for you. And then we took her to one of our rescue centers. And again, we have the footage of that. I saw it. And the little girl that had flowered, that's her right there. And that was like two months ago, right? So So we're able to actually go into these areas. We know where children are prostituted. And in some cases, all you have to do is walk up and be a daddy to them. In some cases, you actually have to fight the people that own them. And, and that's a whole too, different what thing. happens is these kids, we have safe places for these kids yeah. that we've taken them into. Well, they know the other kids that are trafficked. They and us. then they'll bring us those kids, and they'll yeah. say, we know a safe place for you. So we have kids that's that are rescuing good. other kids good. and bringing them to us. That's and excellent. so we don't even have to go looking for them. They're coming to us and saying, we need to be rescued. Thank you. Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. We've heard of girls being kidnapped or stolen in human trafficking. Tell us. What happened to the young girl you recently rescued in the Amazon? Do you remember what I'm talking about? Yes, sir, I do. Well, for the very first time, you know, we've, we've been able to rescue over 10,000 kids. Oh, and we've been, and I praise God for that. And again, we get a lot of credit that we don't deserve. Like, you know, Pastor Daryl Knight is, is here in your studio right now. That guy's rescued more kids than anybody I know on the wow. planet Earth. <laughs> Celebrate you. Love you, brother. Um, but we have never had to re-rescue a child before. Once we rescue them, we keep them rescued. And that's a, that's a hard thing to do. But the Lord just put a grace on us and we've been able to do it. I can tell you that recently, for the very first time, we've had to re-rescue one of our kids. So and what do you mean re-rescue, Troy? Help us understand this. Um, what happened was a Sunday after church, I came into my office, my friend busted out her phone. She's one of our pastors in our church, and she also rescues children. She showed me the pictures of two of our friends that had been murdered, and they were horrific pictures, horrific pictures. And, and uh, they had been murdered, and one guy was literally holding his Bible when they murdered him, and they shot him in the face, and his Bible was still open right beside him. And in the midst of that, as upsetting as that was, it wasn't the worst thing. The worst thing that we heard was at the same time that all of that was taking place, um, somebody came into one of our rescue centers, located a beautiful nine-year-old little girl that we love with all of our hearts. We know her personally and, and, and took her just and just took and her. left. Yeah. We began to trace, we began to track her down and we found out that she was sold to somebody else. And the people that she was sold to were prostitution people. And again, this is a nine-year-old little girl that calls me Papa, calls her Mama. We know this little girl. We visited her many times, and we love her. And then we found out that the prostitution cartel had sold her to a slavery cartel, Mm. uh, which is like slave labor. And in the midst of tracking her down, Leanna was in Israel and we were on the phone calling everybody, and we went, hey, within four days, she's already been sold twice. And we were, we were just devastated, of course. to be very honest. Yes. But I want to just tell you that um, <laughs> God is good. Yes, he and is. And he hears the cries of these children. Yes. And we began to ask everybody to pray, and we began to ask ministries to stand with us the way that, the way that you guys stand with us. And we saw God do a tremendous miracle. So one of our special operations teams, guys, um, is really all I can say about that. We had worked out all these things. If this was going to happen, that was going to happen, this was going to happen. And sometimes those things need to happen. And it's literal warfare. It's being involved in certain nations. You're in high-ranking parts of the military. And we locate 
and we do things, and they go in. And it's a big deal. It's like true warfare. But I, I have a pastor uh, that works for me, and she goes down there, and she called me on Monday, and she said, I know where she is. Mm. And I, I want to oh. tell you, I just nearly dropped the phone. Mm. I just started crying. Yeah. And I said, have you seen her? And mm-hmm. she said, no, I haven't seen her. And I was like, how do you know where she is? And she told me, I know where she is. And I said, well, look, we have this set up. These guys are going to come in. They're going to rescue her. And she said, before you do that, I think I know what to do. And I said, what? And she said, I'm going to throw a birthday party because tomorrow is her 10th birthday. And we know it's her 10th birthday because we've had her for almost a year. And we're going to invite the cartel guys that have her. We're going to invite their families because they all have families. And she said, I think the Lord has told me to just put together a birthday party. birthday party. We'll have cake and ice cream and presents for all the kids. And then I'm going to ask them to give, to give her to me or let us buy her. And I was like, a Holy Ghost birthday party. That's your plan. <laughs> so you got the cartels with their kids. That's right. They have kids. Well, they cartels have, have families. They have they kids. Do. Oh, right? They do. So, so she invites. She invites them, and they come. The cartels. The cartel comes, and with the cartel the brought the little girl. And, and their kids. And their kids, and they all played together. And we had prizes for all the, all the cartel kids. We blessed them. We loved them. We showed them all Jesus. And then we said, we want her back. And they said, okay. And wow. they gave her back Ooh. to you. Wow. Wow. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. It's a brilliant it just, idea. It wasn't that my idea. It, was, it wasn't my idea because that's a girl idea. That is my so idea good. involves something else because <laughs> I'm a boy. But yes. the girl idea was we'll throw a birthday party. Yeah. But you know, if this is going to be stopped, the church has yes. to be the church. Yes. And it has to wake up. And How can the church get involved? It, go after the cartel. We don't have to battle them. We Let's have to get them, them saved. Yeah. We get have to show we have them to be what brave. love is. We, cartels are right. just like gangs. They're all looking that's for right. a family. And yeah. the church has so secluded people from the family because of what we look like, what we act like, whatever our culture is. And we've made it so hard to be part of the family of God that they've created their own families. The devil has given them a, you know, a counterfeit family. That's right. And, and all of his... All of his horrible stuff is going on, but these people are looking for family, just like what we are. And if the church will go down and say, you know what, we have an alternative to what this is. These people have families. They have kids. They're just as worried about their kids as we are uh, about ours. And so I'm going in it and doing that and saying, you know what, Jesus loves you. And having the courage to be able to be the church and go and make the difference. And also standing up to the politicians that we have here and standing up in the churches and saying, look, it's not okay to be addicted to pornography. It's not okay. okay. We're not going to judge you. We'll help you get help, but you have to get help. You have to confess your sins one to another, just like the Bible tells us. And get this stuff out of our families. Get it out of our church. And pastors to stand up and be pastors like what we're supposed Mm to. We're supposed to be feeding our sheep, not just comforting them all the time and making life cushy for him. No, we're supposed to be, we're put here on this earth, just like the Lord said, who will I send? And Isaiah said, send me. Well, that's what we're saying. Send us. And that's what the church needs to do. Send us into these places and make the difference. Instead of trying to look for the escape from this world, we're supposed to be making a difference in the world and bringing the kingdom here. And that's what he's called us to do. Amen. Amen. Haven't we turned our borders over to the cartel? We have indeed, sir. And any time that... But I mean, our I mean, government's have, doing that. Our government is doing that. And, um, and I'm very sorry. I mean, I'm, again, it's, it's, a lot like, it's a lot like 
somebody else showing up at your house and opening up your door and say, if you love people, then you're going to allow us to keep your, your door open at night. No, that is not the issue if we love people or not. The issue is, are we willing to steward and protect what God Almighty has trusted mm-hmm. us with yeah. in this great nation? And so uh, the answer to most of our leaders today is no, we're not willing to. We just want to make a dime. That's what we want to do. And we can get away with it. And there's nothing you can do about it. But again, a storm is coming. Yeah, a storm coming. is coming. Yes. So I would say this. I, I, I would say let the body of Jesus, if the body of Jesus would just support the churches on the borders yeah. that yeah. are actually already yes. making a difference yes. and say, we need to support those. If they would find ministries that are actually doing something and say, I'm going to be a part yeah. of that. We can't stay yeah. out of this yeah. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It would make a tremendous difference. Amen. Amen. Yes. Is yeah. there a possibility we could stop? The cartels access. I have read recently that the cartels are not making millions. They're making billions Billions. of dollars. They are living like kings on prostitution and drugs and all that they're doing. And it's killing America. We need a change of government in our country. We need a change of leadership. We need to put God back on the throne yeah. in America. Yes. And if he says, if we will turn from our wicked ways and we'll confess our sins, he said, well, he'll hear us in heaven. Yes. And Amen. God says, I'll heal your land. America needs healing. We are a sick nation. Very, very sick. Honey, we only have a few minutes left. Here's what, this is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Partner with you. We want to partner with your ministry. We want you to partner with Troy and Leanna's ministry. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to have you call our number, our toll-free number, 1-888-988-1588, and just give. Give money. Give whatever you give money. If it's $5, if it's $10, if it's $10,000, we want to partner with you. Yes. yes. This is, Amen. and I'm, right? Yes, because here we are, we're sitting here, and what God has given this ministry is the platform. We get to go into all the world through the Jim Baker Show, through the PTL Television Network, and there's many, and I felt, I just, I'm like, Holy Spirit, we always allow the Holy Spirit to lead and do what the Holy Spirit wants to do and have his way. But as I sat here, I said, Lord, thousands and potentially millions, we've all been hearing Sound of Freedom and watching, going and flooding the theaters to support those who are doing this type of work. But today we have the opportunity, you and I, we have the opportunity today to help this ministry, Open Doors Ministry, who is also on the front lines and doing the very work that maybe you and I, we can't do. Maybe we're sitting in our homes and we're saying, Lord, how do we get involved? Maybe we went to the theater just like I know I did. And I said, God, I'm sitting here. I want to do more, God. Is there more that I could be doing, Lord? And as I sit here, I say, yes, Lord. The Holy Spirit says, yes. 
Yes, what you can do is you can support. You can stand with this ministry. You can call that toll-free number on the screen. That's 1-888-988-1588. That's our toll-free number where we cover the cost for you to call that and to give today to help stand with Open Doors Ministry as they go on the front lines. They're on the front lines. I've heard the stories of their team who have given everything to go to rescue these children. And we want to give you the opportunity to partner with our ministry as we partner with you to say we are standing with you. We believe in you. We believe in everything that you are doing. I have a personal passion for the lives that you're trying to do because guess what? I was once that little girl and you two rescued me. And now you as your ministry and your family, you're going out and you're rescuing others from the pit of hell because that's what it is. And so I am asking if you're watching this broadcast today, if you're hearing at the sound of our voice, will you pray? Will you ask God, Lord, what is it that you would have me to give? What is it that you would want me to do, Lord, to give financially, to pray, to intercede? But call that number, 1-888-988-1588. Go to the website. We have an opportunity. We have an opportunity right now to be a part of the difference, to support and to stand and to pray with those who are rescuing children. Why talk about the problem when we can be a part of the solution. You and I, we can do it. And so I pray that the Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you right now and that he would touch the heart. God, we have been so desensitized to the things, the images that you see on the screen, the things that we hear in the news, God, towards these children. Lord, I pray, God, that he would break our heart for the things that break the Lord's, and it's children. That's what breaks God's heart. When he sees these things happening, it breaks the heart of God. And so I pray that he would give us that heart to partner, to stand, to be a part of a great movement. Don't be on the sidelines. Be on the front lines and partner with this ministry today. Amen. Manda, we'll be very happy to, if you'll go to send you back again. With yeah. Why don't you send, send us? We're going. Going. Yes. <laughs> you, we don't want to miss that. Out. You're not a warrior. You don't want you don't we want to mess with us. Mine has been there and he he, yeah. he he's just overwhelmed by the minute. I'll be glad but to, to go send into you the two homes, girls. Though, to see the ch- isn't it amazing to see from the moment that you get um and then to see just what love, how it trans transitions their entire life. It changes them Children. when you love them. Love changes Amen. everything. It yeah. changes everything. It, it can yeah. go back into their past yeah. and into yeah. their present, into their future. That's because right. God is love and he's the yes. only one. Yes. You can send them through all the years of counseling. You That's can right. send them to doctors. You yeah. can do everything. Right. Yeah. But one encounter with the Lord changes everything. It really it heals does. everything. It does. And it just, yeah. It's he amazing. is so amazing. He is amazing. Yeah. You guys are amazing. Yeah. Thank, I just want to say thank you for what you do. I'm, and, and yeah. On behalf of, of, of the body of Christ, I want to say thank you. Yeah. On behalf of these children, I want to say thank you. When I see all these little, these photographs of, of the ch- your children, I can't help but think of my kids. I can't help but thinking of little Ricky and little Jenny and Nana and little Lori and little Marie and Clarissa. And the list goes on and on. I mean, they look just like they looked when they were, you know, I mean, when I first held little Lori in her arms, in my arms, you know, when she was born. That's how you guys look. It's like that. And wow. 
Thank you guys. Thank y'all so much. We appreciate. We love you. We, 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 we love you guys. You. We're so grateful for you. Pastor Jim, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. We sure do love you. And thank you for y'all's partnership. I want to tell everybody it's legit. These guys have given us, they have stood with us through your partnership at a huge level. And just, and, and it's real. They actually do what they say that they're going to do. And I just want to say thank you, sir. We're so grateful for y'all. Love you guys. It's an honor to be a part. Yes. I mean, really it and, is. And I know as we give us to others, God's going to take That's care right. of our ministry too. Does. So I, I know that. He always does. And it pays to give people. As you give to help those who can't help yeah. themselves. That's exactly true. God's going to bless you back. I promise you that. Just call 1-888-988-1588, the toll-free number, and say, I want to help save children. You know, here's the thing, too. You know, you know we, I always say, you know, I'm fighting. I, I, I've trained myself as I'm waking up in the morning. I'm putting the blood of Jesus over my whole entire family. Now, I don't have time to go through all the names, you know, but I'm like, I just plead the blood of Jesus over the entire family. I plead the blood of Jesus over our entire ministry. I plead the blood of Jesus over all of you, our partners. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. As I'm waking up, this is my, you just have to just kind of train yourself to do that. But I'm going to tell you that, that, you know, I'm still calling back a few of mine that are out there in the world. I'm still calling them back home. You know, I was one of those people that I was away from Jesus for a, a long time. and But I had a praying grandma. I had a praying mom. I had unconditional love around me. And so when I came home to Jesus, when I was 31 years old, it, it was just, you know, it was, it was just overwhelming that he would even, you know, love me. And I, and, and I fall in love with him. And this, and I'm just saying... We're always, I'm always talking to you and saying, you got to call back your children. you got to call back your grandchildren. We're in, and, and for those of you that have children and grandchildren, nieces, nephews, whoever it is in your life that you love so much, and they're out there, they're prodigals, they've, they, they haven't come home yet. In their name, you may want to, you may want to give in their name. Amen. Amen. We have to go. When the clock says it's time, that means I have to say goodbye. I want to thank you for watching our program. Thank you for standing with us. I want to thank Troy and Leanna for being with us today. Yes. Remember that God loves you. Love others. Stay close to Jesus. In Jesus' name, I, I pray. God bless you. Bye-bye for today. Bye-bye. We love you. Thank you, Troy. Thank you, Leanna. Wow. Thank you for watching today's program. Will you pray about standing with us by calling 1-888-988-1588? That number again is 1-888-988-1588. Or you can connect with us on our website at www.jimbakershow.com. Thank you for your prayers and financial support. Stand with us as we continue to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world.